Welcome, everyone. This is Father Son Galaxy. Hello there. All right, we are back. I'm Kerwin. This is Keith to talk about Loki. Episode three already. All right. Okay, we're halfway there. This series has been knocking it out of the park. This has been really, really good. Um, so, and this was <laughs> this was another good one. So, a lot of well, I, you know, it's just you know <laughs> your 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 facial expression. That's all. Okay. Um, yeah, this was filled with all kinds of Easter eggs. We're not going to be able to get through all of them. Um, you know, we're just going to go, you know, top, you know, just, you know, off the top, you know, we'll dive into a few things and talk about other points. All right. So this is going to be very interesting. All right, let's go. All right. If you're new to the channel, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, thank you so much. If you're on Instagram. All right. All. Yeah. You know, we enjoy having you on Instagram as well. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, please like and subscribe if you're not already a subscriber. All right, let's go. All right. So this Loki season two, episode three called 1893, teleplay, teleplay by Eric Martin and Kazra Farhani and Jason O'Leary, story by Eric Martin. Teleplay? Yes. Well, same thing as a screenplay. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, it's the same thing as a screenplay. Directed by Kazra Farahani. All right. So, and this is pretty cool. You, you get the impression uh, that they are going back in time way back because you heard a ragtime version of the Marvel logo theme, mm -hmm. right? Which I spotted in the show. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was that was awesome. All right. So we start off in 19, I'm sorry, 1868. All right. Chicago, 1868. And we see the return of Ravona Renslayer, played by Gugu Mbatha-Ru. And uh, Miss Minutes, she meets up. She meets up with Miss Minutes. Miss um, Minutes gives her Sassy instruction. ghost clock. Yes. And she's a ghost clock now. Yes, she is right. And Miss Minutes gives Ravona instructions. She has a package that she needs delivered, dropped inside a window. Ravona goes to the window, drops the package inside, and, and the person a TVA inside. It's a guidebook. And it's a TVA guess guidebook. who's inside? Right. Who opens Young up the book? Kang. How about that? And explain who Young Kang is in accordance to the Marvel comics. Yeah, so Young Kang is supposed to be a dude named Nathaniel Richards instead of Victor Tidely or He Who Remains and stuff. That's actually supposed to be Iron Lad. He He's from, like, the future, and he decides to stop himself from being evil and becomes the Iron Lad. Right, and his first appearance was in Young Avengers number 1 in 2005. All right. Very good. It's very interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just a little bit of detail. I'm not sure that this is Nathaniel Richards, especially right. because he's named Victor Tidely. Good point. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But he could be just another variation of of Kang. All right. That's the point. Okay. All right. So now, remember where we are. We're high stakes, right? We still have this loom. Um, that this well, this timeline that is is overheating. It's out of control. As Ouroboros keeps saying, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. Right. We're all going to die. And they have no way to get to the temporal loom except from the person who actually created it, which we know is he Victor remains. or he who remains. Right. Which, yeah, they got to use his temporal aura, which they can't do because he's kind of dead right now. Right. They can't get to him. Uh, he who remains, his remains are currently occupied. So. Some Someplace else. Right. We'll talk about his remains later <laughs> so 
And the administrator of uh, the temporal loom is Miss Minutes. All right. So the key is to find her. And they find minutes, right? Or rather, if they find Renslayer, they, they find minutes, and if they find minutes, they can save the temporal room. Right? They're aware that Renslayer and minutes are working together. So wherever one is, there goes the other. All right, and they trace them back to Chicago. All yeah, right? a rogue cartoon clock. Right. So they go back to Chicago in 1868. They have no idea why they're there, but they now know that Renslayer and minutes have moved from 1868 to 1893. So they go back a few more years. And what is going on in Chicago, 1893? The Chicago World's Fair. It is the World's Fair. And this is actually, uh, this is historical. Uh, So the World's Fair is also known as the World's Columbian Exposition of 1893, held to celebrate the 400th anniversary of Christopher Columbus' arrival in the New World. That was back in 1492. Uh, This is the first World Fair in Chicago, uh, much needed by the city, to show progress and growth because they suffered a big tragedy of the great Chicago fire that took place in 1871. All right. And if you were to, what was that? Well, I don't know much about the fire. I mean, I'll have to go back and take a look at what happened to the fire. If you want to look it up, you can, but uh, it's very tragic. I don't know if we want to talk about, you know, something that tragic, but uh, be my guest. (laughs) Um, So, and if you were Yikes. to, you know, yeah, if you were to go burn and, down over 17,000 structures. Wow. Okay. 3.3 square miles. And it, it was two days of burning. Can you imagine? Yeah. And I'm sure. So Chicago just turned into the nether for a minute there. And I can imagine the, the number of lives that were lost. You know, 300. 300 lives. Okay. All right. Well, that's yeah. the. That was the Great Chicago Fire, right? So that's what happened. So now they're trying that's to re- the city. Yes, exactly. The city is trying to rebuild, and a few years later, they now uh, we were just in Chicago. Yes, Keith. <laughs> they now are uh, the sponsor or the the host, the city, the whole city of this World's Fair. All right. Um, and as far as architecture, you know, they it's it's marvelous. You know, if you go back to you know do your research on on uh, Google. The architecture is fantastic. It's phenomenal, right? And the the producers of the show, well, the production designers and the costume designers do a very good job of, of detailing what it looked like back in the day, right? And they took some of the structures and some of the names of the buildings and included them into the, the episode. Like the um, it took place in Jackson Park. There's a Midway Plaisance in Jackson Park. It includes a Chinese village and theater, the Street of Cairo, the Temple of Luxor, the Ferris wheel. We saw the Ferris wheel right, right front and center. And a Norway building, all right? But the Norway building, the actual one, does not have statues of Odin and Thor and uh, the other uh, god who Even is... Even other Norse god. Yes, right. Balder. Balder, right. Balder dash. Right, apparently who is uh, the son of Odin half-brother of Thor. and What is Odin even doing anymore? Yeah, and there's a funny scene where, you know, Loki and and Mobius are looking at these statues and saying, well, Boulder, why is he even there? Who even knows who this guy is? And Mobius is like, sure, they know him, Boulder the Brave. Right, Boulder the Brave. All right. Don't know much about Boulder the Brave, but he is represented. And Loki is not. (laughs) And Mobius is like, you're just salty because they didn't put you up there. Yeah, I think, yes, he's a little upset about that. But anyway, that's not why he's there. So now, 
Um, and then with the, with the, the, the Chicago World's Fair, it's a place where um, inventors or you know people with great ideas come to share and promote the latest in science and technology, right? Which is pretty cool. Remember, this is 1893, right? So now we see, what's so funny? Nothing. Okay. All right. Let's talk about Victor Timely. All right. Victor Timely is a character in the Marvel comics, right? Victor we know Timely. His, yes, is, a, is another variant of Kang the Conqueror, okay, or He Who Remains. By the way, guys, you want to hear a fun fact? Where did we see this before? See what before? Victor Timely, Loki, and Mobius. Where did we see them before? Oh, I think I know what you're asking. Okay. So the question is, we've seen this, this scene of yeah. Victor Timely, right? It was a post-credit scene for a particular movie. Multiverse of Madness. Was it? Yeah. Why did I think it was um, Quantumania? No, it was was it Quantumania? It might have been Quantumania. <laughs> okay, no. It not... probably was Quantumania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Multiverse of Madness. It would have was... had to been Quantumania. Yeah, that was last year. So I think this was the... Yeah, because Quantumania was Kang. Right. What am I doing? That's anyway. all right. Man, that's all right. Yeah, so... Yeah, because this took place, there were two um, post-credit scenes, right? This was yeah. the first one right after the the, the, top, the ending credits. And then we see the scene of Jonathan Majors as timely. Let's, let's get into that now. All right, I'm going to go fix the temporal loom in my brain. Okay, all right. Well, all right, while you're gone. All right, so Victor Timely, like we said, is a variant of He Who Remains. Now, let's talk about the historical aspect of Victor... Uh, you know, being one of these inventors at the World's Fair. So in history, you know, black, they did have black individuals who did come out and shared, you know, what their stories or their inventions or something that they wanted to, uh, you know, express and talk about at the World's Fair. Um, I don't know if there are that many uh, black individuals that were there or allowed to be there, but the ones that were there, they had to be, of course, they were scrutinized and they had to be approved by the uh, the fair organizers, which more than likely were white men, right? So, but when they got the opportunity to be on the stage, you know, that's a that was a pretty big deal. Now, as far as Victor Timely, um, so he originally he appears in silhouette, and he's starting his speech. Right, he sounds crazy. It's, it's like a you know like the TED talk back in the day, and he's starting his speech, and he's got a crowd, <laughs> and you don't see his face, right? You just see his silhouette, and then when the lights come on. And you hear this gasp from the audience, you know? Um, and I think what it is, well, it, you know, for well, what we, I can see. We know what it is. Well, for, okay, it's, it's fine to talk about it. For what I can see, they sure. were surprised to see this black man appearing on the stage, all right? Um, and, uh, you know, it's you know, no surprise, you know, the, the writers don't, um, you know, sugarcoat it. You know, like they, they, they drop a little seed there and you know that, you know, racism was, you know, present. Of I mean, course, it was even back in even back in that time. I mean, other other things were going on in eighteen ninety. Right, right. Like and slavery it, wasn't abolished until like the nineteen sixties. Well, actually, no, it was abolished a little, uh, like a few years before eighteen ninety eight, actually, or eighteen ninety three. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was, so at this time, uh, slavery was the Thirteenth Amendment was passed, and that was the abolish. But still, uh, yeah, it was like you really needed to be careful. Oh yeah, absolutely. People yeah, were 
right you know right even though it's abolished you know it's you know we're not go too far into the history of it but uh yes but the 13th amendment was passed uh way before 1893 so and and, and jonathan majors you know is there this is the same scene that we saw the in the end, in the end credits of quantum mania and he's dressed you know, for the time. It was 1865, actually. I was just testing. Yeah. And, you know, his hair, his wig, you know, reminds me of um, Frederick Douglass, you know, who was a civil rights leader, abolitionist uh, back at that time, you know, who would have been around in 1893. What a wig! Yeah. And, it, yeah, it was just very, you know, it's a, it's a striking look, you know. Uh, and so one of the things that we hear from, you know, like a heckler that was in the group uh, referred to Timely as a boy. He said, you know, Timely talked about the future and someone shouted out, well, what do you know about the future boy? You know, which is an offensive to call a man a boy. And Timely's response is more than you might think. Now, which is interesting because, you know, some people, you know, you know, thought back then or maybe think now that there is no future for, for minorities or, you know, especially uh, black, black folks, you know, they don't have a future. Uh, or they're not present in the future, or they're not, um, yeah, not relevant. But Honestly, what Timely saying, blatantly untrue. Yeah, and then what Timely saying, he knows more about the future than you think, right? And I thought that was a very good response. And he's not wrong. Yeah, and I applaud the writers for not shying away from that that subject. Um, and let's talk about Jonathan Major's performance. The the casting directors struck gold with Jonathan Majors. They okay? really hit like yeah. a great actor, especially for someone like Kang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he is just a, a very talented actor who can play multiple roles and the roles and, and, and the characters are, there's no relation to the characters. I mean, they're all different. Um, he, he, he gives them a different, Intonation, you know, they the they look different, they sound different. Like Victor Tidley has a yeah. stutter. I mean, he who remains the last. Too exactly, much. they're not the same person, right? They're just totally. It's incredible, you know, that one actor can just create you know, these Kang characters. Is angry, but he's collected. Right. I liked Kang, but they really they really ragdolled the man at the end of Quantumania. Yeah, and I wonder how many of these characters they expect. Jonathan Majors to play. All of them. Yeah, but how many? one version of him said. Yeah. Remember the Council of Kings, which is like the Council yes. of Wells, which is like the Council of Ricks. Which was the other post credit scene in Quantumania. Yes. We saw like they were in a, looked like a stadium of all the Kings. Like, how many did you call? Yeah. Oh. All of them. Yeah, right. And then. Yeah, um, you, know, you know the Council of Ricks from Rick and No, Morty. tell me what. No, I don't. Rick and Morty. And then the Council of Wells from The Flash. Tell me. Tell me. Go ahead. Yeah, the Council of Wells is a uh, it's a group of super geniuses who just so happen to be variants of Harrison Wells. Oh, right. You were telling me about Harrison Wells. Tom Cavanaugh, right? Yeah. Okay. There are too many of them. Yeah. Very interesting. I'm going to list as many as I can remember. Now, is that something, all right, just a sidebar real quick. Is that something that you will bring up when you're doing your flash? No. Announce? Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's go to Q&A. All right. We're not talking to ourselves out here. All right. Let's see. What... Or I can listen to 
let's let's see who we have. Okay, so Alex, thank you, Alex, as always. Thank you. I haven't seen Quantum Mania. Oh, sorry, we spoiled it for you, Alex. <laughs> you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I haven't seen it's Quantum been on Mania Plus for months. And by the way, did I mention that this is a spoiler review? All right, thank you. Uh, I haven't seen Quantum Mania yet, but I need to. And uh, yes, I like the comparison to the Council of Wells. Good DC Marvel comparison. That's key. They did every Wells dirty in the sixth season, man. I oh. did I did not appreciate that. Okay. Understood. All right. Uh, Alex says, great historical background. I also looked up Frederick Douglass's life and read that he passed away in 1895. I wonder if it, if he went to the World's Fair. I don't have that information. Um, I, I Yeah. I don't have that information. I don't know if he attended the World's Fair. Um, I did read somewhere that uh, he and other uh, African-Americans at the time were upset that African-American exhibit was not represented at the World's Fair. So I would expect that he probably didn't attend because of that reason. But, you know, I'll need to go back and do some more research. But that's a thank you for that question. Very interesting question. All right. So now, yes. All right. Again, want to welcome our Instagram viewers. Thank you so much for Got joining a lot us. Of them uh, today. You know what? Our viewers on Instagram are—they're growing. Not the viewers themselves, but the number of <laughs> not the number the of viewers, viewers who are watching. Yes, yeah, it's it's amazing. You know, I'm I'm really I'm, I'm touched. You know, we have a um, yeah. Our, our followers on Instagram is is really watching us. So I think we better be careful what we say. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. All right. Anyway, okay. All be right. careful, guys. <laughs> No, but okay. Uh, the FBI will find us. Yes, right. Okay. All right. So let's uh, continue uh, with Jonathan Majors. You know, we talked about you know how his characters are just very different. This one, he's very. You can tell he's a genius. He's very intelligent, but quirky. You know, like he pauses in between words <laughs> you know did pretty... you do that on purpose no I, yeah but that's exactly that's how he played the character he, yeah, for whatever reason he pauses in that, between his words that pause you know like you know because jonathan majors is you know he's a riveting actor and you're just waiting like what's the next word yeah okay you know it was it was wonderful. So it, he's like, like this I said, they struck gold. Is my temporal loon. Yes. Right. Bam, 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 bam. And he gives a demonstration of the loon, right? And then he calls it a powerful energy uh, to bam, light, not bam, just bam, only bam, the city of Chicago, bam, but bam. the entire world. Imagine that. And everybody started to take notice, like, wow, what is going on here? Batman and, is awesome. And then let me tell you that there was a line that I wrote down, you know, this line of dialogue that, that was uh, um, given by Jonathan Majors was just awesome, Victor Timely. So he says, you know, at the very end, when he's showing how the the, the, the temporal loom works and the energy that's, that's coming out of it, and then he says, call it a dream, laugh it off as a pure science fiction, but, it can be, but if it can be dreamed, it can be achieved because all science is fiction, until it's fact. That's awesome. I, I love that line. I, I just I just love that. All right. So now of course, um, you Can know list all the wells now. No, we're no, we're not talking about the flash. Um, so you know, now, like I said, people are taking interest in his his invention, and you got these people they kept referring to him. If you're watching the, the subtitles, they refer to them as robber barons. 
Now, a robber baron, I don't know if you ever heard that term a before. robber baron? Yes, robber baron. So it's a, it's a, it's a derogatory term. Uh, usually uh, when you're referring to wealthy people who try to take advantage of other people, right? They try to take, you know, they have a, a lot of money. They have enough money for themselves, but they're like, they're swindlers, right? They try robber to take baron. money. They try to take money from other people and people who are probably not as wealthy as they are. So imagine that. And these guys are going along and they started bidding for this loom and, you know, this temporal, uh, temporal loom and, you know, going to the highest bidder and, you know, but. They were you know, offered some pretty low right. amounts for but, that invention. But like in the 1800s, $1,000 was a whole lot of money. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like in today's dollars, $1,000 for something Victor Timely made right. would be quite a lot. Right. Alex says, I love that line too. It reminds me of how much we have to discover. And it's amazing when our imaginations become reality. Exactly right. Yeah. So now, of course, Loki knows who Victor Timely is. He's seeing He Who Remains. They go after him. They catch him. Renslayer is after him. Miss Menace is after him. Uh, that was a funny scene with Miss Menace. Like, apparently, there's this ghost clock. It's like capture the flag at this point. That's scary. It's like Rabona and Menace versus yeah. Loki and Mobius. Right. Who will win against Victor Timely? All after one man, right? And, and then all of a sudden, like, Miss Minutes, like, like pulled an ant man and grew to like fifteen times her normal size, and she's like, "Boo!" <laughs> yeah. So there's this, you know, like I don't know. Yeah, she people, was a ghost clock. Yeah, well, people just create these stories, ghost stories, whatever. And like ghost this, clock, apparently, she's a hawk, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, right. And then Miss Minutes, she's the ghost, the ghost clock. All right. Um. So we have a dilemma here, and you know, we were talking about this after we saw the episode. Um, so Sylvia Pierce, okay? Yeah, Sylvia we know, Pierce. All right. And Round we, two. And we, okay. Fight. And we're not, we don't need to go into who Sylvia is. If you've been watching season one, season two, you know who she is. You know and what she not, did. if not, please go back and watch yeah. some of our reviews for the previous episodes. Right, right. We're going to hopefully recap season one later on. I don't think so. Yes, we are. <laughs> anyway, Okay. Why would we recap season one after season two? Because it was too good to forget. Okay. All right. We'll see. Watch hours. Okay. <laughs> oh, right. The watch hours. All right. Um. So Sylvie, you know, at the end of season one, takes out he who remains, right? And the Big mistake. The, the, well, for her, she thought it was the right thing to do because, you know, that would have, you know, the free will that was taken away from these people are now returned and she can live wherever she wants. However... It now has caused a big problem with, you know, every, these branches are get, getting out of control. Um, no one is following the sacred timeline and now it's overloading. Um, so now Sylvie told uh, Loki already, look, if I see another variant of He Who Remains, I'm taking him out. And that's exactly what she came to do. You know, she showed up at the World's Fair with a machete. <laughs> Right. I don't know why. Yeah, but well, she she, she, has, she has some work to do. And you know, we were thinking, okay, well, is is Sylvie if she were to take out Timely, would that be the right thing to do? I have a theory. Yes, tell me what you think. So I believe that if she takes out Victor to assuming that the timeline would instantly mold to that, that if she takes out Victor Timely 
that means that everybody on the timeline is gonna end everybody in the TVA is gonna end up being put back into their respective timelines, which mm-hmm. isn't exactly a bad thing, but that means that none of them will know Loki or each other or Sylvie, and they'll all be back to their own lives, and Loki would like assuming they all forget, then Sylvia will forget about everything and Loki will forget about everything, which means what would happen to Loki? I mean, we wouldn't get a Loki show because Loki would literally not... Well, the, there, there would be no TVA, right? So there would well, be no I show. I mean, the, the, uh, the Tesseract thing isn't really affected by the TVA, but he would, have, he would have escaped and then literally gone nowhere. Or gone because someplace the else. the TVA would never have found him. Right, I got you. I mean, if the TVA hadn't found him in that desert, this whole show would have never happened. Got it. Okay. Now, here's my thoughts, and I was thinking about it, and I was in agreement with you, but then I thought about it some more, right? They're back in 1893, right? That's over 100 years from their timeline or their, their, their period of time. Now, if Sylvia did go back and take out Timely back in 1893, that's 100 years of of time that is going to be course corrected because of the action that she took then yeah, back so in ni- 1893 taking really drastic action right. against the timeline so i i think it would have been it would have hurt people more because a hundred years that's a lot of lives that that's you might have impacted right yeah right exactly you could have changed the course of history for the next 100 years right so what Loki is trying to tell her once again, you know, they're having the same argument when they met with He Who Remains. Over the same that man. we need him to help us fix this uh, temporal loom, right? And or so else he's people just gonna, like, I don't our, care. I just want I want him out. Yeah, and yeah, people in our world or in our timeline are going to die. All right, and she finally gives in, and she says, "This is all on you, Loki. If anything goes wrong." It is your fault. He's like, if anything yeah. goes wrong, I'm coming back, and this machete is yours. Yes, right. So, okay, so we don't know what's going to happen. So now, Timely escapes with Miss Minutes and Ravona. Okay, well, actually, I think he went with uh, Loki and Mobius because Ravona and Miss Minutes ended up elsewhere. It was Victor well, Timely. right? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm saying things out of order, but I'm getting to the the part where. Um, timely escapes with Miss Minutes and Ravona. They're on the boat, and you know he drops, <laughs> he he puts uh, Ravona in a boat, and you know apparently Drop he's trying, trying to get rid of her, but you know doesn't that didn't doesn't really work out go that, that way. Well. And we find out that actually Miss Minutes and Ravona uh, you know, has some you know feelings for for Mister Timely, right? and they you are know? fighting each other. And they're fighting like, like yeah. cat and mouse. Well, not like cat and mouse. I mean, they're you could tell they have an adoration. For the they, they they care deeply about Mister. Yes, Tiny. yeah, especially Miss Minutes. I mean, she was just Miss Minutes she lost it, her mind. She let it all out on the table. I mean, you know, so Miss Minutes about, laid it on thick she, with Victor Timely. She, yeah, she did. She, she she went a little crazy. She's like, you know, you created me and you allowed me to do whatever I want, but there was one thing that you never let me do. That you never let me have a body. If you let me have a body, we can rule the TVA. I love you, Victor! And then she ran at him. And what? he's like, 
get away from me. And he got scared. scared. And he (laughs) shut off Miss Minutes. Right. He turned her off. And then that's when Ravona shows up. You know, I don't know how she got back wherever he was. But she was pretty upset. She's like, you're coming with me. Yes. And now I'm making the rules. Got it? Yes. And then comes Mobius and Loki and they stop her. And then comes Sylvie to lay the hammer down on everybody. Final round. Yes, right. Finish her. Yes. Okay. And it turns out that, you know, that's when Sylvie says, okay, you got him. You take him. Um, Loki and Mobius take Timely back to the present, right? Um, uh, To to figure out what's going to happen with the TVA, and then now it's Miss. It's now it's well, Miss Minutes. What happened to Miss Minutes? Did she? Oh, she ended up going with Ravona. Well, right, because you know, because Timely turned her off, right? So she has a so Ravona has a time pad, and now it's Sylvie and Ravona. All right, the two of them together, and Sylvie sends her back to the end of time. Right. Oh, and not without a few uh, strong words. Yes, she has some strong words, yeah. right? And she's like, "I hate you!" And they kicked her through a time door, which is funny because that's the exact move she used on Loki. Yes, exactly I guess right. kicking yeah. people through time doors is her thing. Yeah. And Ramona turns on the temp pad and she brings back Miss Menace, and she's like, "Oh, dang it! Yeah. Oh, biscuits and grits!" Right. You know, she's she's laying out her feelings on Timely, and Timely is not there. Um, yes. So they go back to the end of time and they see the remains of he who remains. Disgusting. Yes, right. He's decomposed. Yes, you know, he's still there. And Miss Menace returns and something very interesting that she says to Ravona. I know a lot of secrets about everybody and I know one about you, but if I tell you, you're going to be angry. Wow. Cut your credits. What could that be? All right, we're we're going to ask that question. I'll tell you what. I bet you it's going to have something to do with their life on the timeline. Like, maybe it's got something to do with Victor Timely. Maybe they were friends. Maybe they're related. We're talking about Ravona and Timely. Yeah, okay. Ravona yeah. and Timely. Right, okay. All right, we'll talk about this a little bit more. Let's go to Q&A. Let's see what we, let's see what we got. Alex says, good point about how Timely's death could have huge repercussions on people's lives. I do wonder, though, how Renslayer, Loki, Mobius, and Sylvie interventions also shape the timeline. Good point. That's true. <laughs> right. Her them being there right now is actually changing the timeline, right? Because that's a good point. You know, uh, Timely wasn't expecting to, to run into these people from another, you know, an, a, another part of the, you know, from the, from, the, from the present back to the past? I don't know. Uh, given that their intervention in the timeline may or may not have been expected, people from the future come into the 1800s, but I could be wrong. I know. I, I think you have a good point. There is, you know, just them being there and interacting with Timely back in the 1800s, see, you know, that does have an impact somehow. See, there's one thing I can't get over with the TVA. How is it that the Avengers are not breaking the sacred timeline, but Loki is? Yeah, we talked about the that. The Avengers yeah. had dive traveling to do because Loki stole the Tesseract. Yeah. Well, right. Uh, yeah, we talked about that. That was brought up in the, I think, the first episode where um, Loki asked the same question. Well, how come they're not being persecuted? And she said, well, it was Renslayer that said what they did was supposed to happen on the sacred timeline. Going back in time. Don't I, I can't explain to you. That makes so that makes, much sense. I don't know how that makes sense. I think the, the Avengers just got a pass. 
Yeah, I think yeah. I think Renslayer just decided, you know what, that's enough variance for one day. Yeah. I'm not trying to arrest a whole team. So here's our question. So what do you think is Ravona's big secret that Miss Minutes knows about? What is the big secret? Yeah, like and I, I, I actually I, I I'm always, you know, whenever I hear secrets, you know, it usually has something to do with family secrets. Yeah. Right. So my guess is that, you know. She may, she, as in Ravona, may be a descendant of Victor Tiny. That'd be problematic. Yeah. Who knows? They could be related. That's all I got. I don't know how or You're why. Crazy. Yeah, that's it. Because yeah. if we get a giant clock, if Victor Tiny builds Miss Minutes a body and she just becomes a giant clock. Okay. <laughs> she, she just becomes a giant clock. That's the body. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Just right. a big orange clock. All right. Uh, yeah, very interesting. So I, I expect in the next, I don't know, I haven't seen episode four, but I expect I have. at some point, yeah, you did not. At some yes, point, Ravona and Miss Minutes are actually going to go back to the TVA, right? With everybody else, right? Well, there's going to be a fight. Where else can they go? A fight between. Yeah, yeah between. I mean, if Ravona Renslayer, yeah. the fugitive, steps in with the rogue cartoon clock. To the TVA where Ooh, she's no longer welcome. Loki, Mobius, B fifteen, they're gonna have to lay it out for her. Yeah, they're gonna have to lock her up. Lock yeah, especially up. because Ravona has no powers. Mm-hmm. She was powerful, but now that she's no longer leading the TVA, all of that pulling rank goes away. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. So all what? of Renslayer's power is pretty much gone. Miss Minutes doesn't have any powers either. She's well, clock. She can phase through things. You can't really catch her. Yeah. But like. Well, okay. So now there is a big timeline between eighteen, you know, the, the Chicago World's Fair, eighteen ninety three, to what year are they in now? Do you think around present day? Pre- okay, present day. A lot of years. Is it possible that they can go back and find another variant of He Who Remains, like in let's say. Um, 1920, like the Chicago Prohibition era, um, and find that variant to help. Um, well, what would they do? So, the, you know, so the idea is Ravona, we didn't talk about this. So, what is her, you know, what does she want? It sounds like that she wants to be the one to rule the TVA. She wants to do it on her own. She wants to get rid of Timely. So, I'm thinking, can she go back to or go forward to another year in the timeline, 1920? And find another variant of He Who Remains and take that variant out in order Ooh, to you know what the TVA. Maybe episode four will be a race against time because considering the Ravona, I'm pretty sure Ravona still has a tempad, and if she has a tempad, then she can literally go back in time and take out Victor Timely in eighteen nine in eighteen. Right. Go back and, to the Chicago. Yeah, she could go back in time and take out Victor Timely in eighteen eighty. Because that would literally erase him from the timeline. 18, oh, see me even further back. Yeah, because if he dies in the past, he can't be alive in the future, which huh. means that that future variant of Victor Timely, bye-bye. Interesting. Yeah, it's like it's like getting erased from the timeline, you know. Well, right. That, then, that happened to Eobard Thawne. Okay, I don't know who that is, but I guess I'm going to yeah. find out. Okay. All right. I, I think we're done here. I think that's, and that's how episode three ends, you know, wonderful episode. Very good. I am 
I am invested in this series. Like I said this earlier, we're halfway there, only six episodes, three remaining. This is wonderful. Um, Honestly, I don't know it made more sense it... with Grace Gibbons. Yeah, and then what I like is I like when episodes end. I still have no idea what's going to happen, you know, because I don't want it to to be predictable. I have no clue where we're going with this series, so this is why I'm going to keep watching. All right. Okay, so coming up, uh, we do have, you know, switching back to Star Wars very soon. We're going to finish our Dathomir uh, part two. You know, we're going to talk about Dathomir, and we're going to talk about another one of the Dathomirians, Asajj Ventress, and her storyline. We'll talk about that. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. You can't wait, and I can't wait. Uh, for us to talk about the Flash, the Flash analysis, I think we got we have to give it a name, some type of title, the Flash analysis. The the, by... the 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 Flash. Okay, very good. Keep work on the Father Son Galaxy Flash. Yeah, well, we don't have to put our name in it. It's like, the it's Father the Son Flash. Flash. Okay, all right. We're we're gonna bring DC in here. We're right? probably gonna, we're gonna end up doing this episode on Halloween at this rate. Halloween. Okay, I don't know. All right. I'll have a good excuse. Return of the Jedi, the 40th anniversary, the 40 stories. We've actually gone through it, and we're actually going to uh, rank our top 10 favorites as well. The Marvels is coming in about three weeks. Yeah, we're going to go see the Marvels. We're going to see it with a good friend of ours. You might remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to, yes, we are. We're going to check it out. The Marvels, we're looking forward to that. We will review it once we see it. Uh, very interesting. Probably in the theater. <laughs> well, review it in the theater now. Yeah, I remember that. Well, we'll do uh, a wrap up at the theater, like a short, you know, just give our out of the theater reaction. Yeah, that's what we did last. That's what I meant. Sorry. That, okay, right. I should have been more clear. Right, we're not going to review the entire film. Right, we're going to do an out of theater reaction. Got it. We're going to sit down with notes. Yes, right. You know we're we're going to be taking those to the theater with our light yeah. on, and people going to throw us out of the theater, and no, that's not going to that's not going to be good. Alex. What did Alex say? In chat, spilling secrets. Oh, well, no, no. All right. Very observant of you. Reverse Flash. It's fun to see him in Loki. <laughs> How about that? All right. So get ready for that. We're going to be. And yeah, we are going to see the Marvels with you. We're going to be breaking down the Flash. You know, Keith has been waiting to do this all year. Yeah. Uh, we want to thank our patrons. We got Braxium, John H., Mary B. Thank you so much. If you want to become a patron, um, you know, Go to our Patreon page. Oh, Keith is going to give you all that information. Uh, so while we're getting our, any last-minute comments or questions, where can people find us, Keith? You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, our socials, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Fathers and Galaxy, website, fathersandgalaxy.com. Um, we have a lot of cool stuff that you can buy at our merch store. I said that already, didn't I? No, you didn't. Keep going. Yeah, merch store, fathersandgalaxy.myspreadshop.com. Please check that out. You know, we were also on the Star Wars website a minute back. <laughs> that was back in July, August. Forgot July, about August. That. Yeah. No, we're still there, I hope. Yeah. Very I nice. Think we're still there. The All fan right. spotlight. The fan spotlight. Anything else? That's it. Any final comments? <laughs> well, <laughs> Alex's apology. No. I got, all right. Let's. What do we got, Alex? All right. Let's see. Sorry, I remember seeing him in the Flash Theater reaction video. It's fine. We're not mad. It, it was just a joke. Okay, I'm not getting this. I, 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 I This is over no, my head. Alex what are we talking said, about? are you watching the Marvels with Jared? Yes. And I made the joke like you're in here spilling secrets. 
Oh, okay. No, no, no. It's not a secret. No, no, no. no. Yeah, that was a joke. Yeah, Jared is a cool friend of ours. Yeah, he yeah. is. A, he's a movie fan just like us. So yeah, so the three of us will check it out and we'll get back to you. All right. Oh, you know what we should do? Uh-huh. We should go to the mall afterwards and buy the Lego set. Oh, the Marvels? Yeah. Have you seen it? Do you know what the Lego set is going to be? It's called the Hoopty. No. It is. It looks like a doozy, honestly. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. What do you mean? Hoop- I'm so not kidding. What do you mean a hoopty? It's called a hoopty. Okay, well, what it's is like it? It's like a, it's like a spaceship. A vehicle? A, a spaceship. A hoopty. Yeah, and it's got all the characters. I don't. And I guess they're doing the whole Monica Rambo changes her name every minute. Like in this movie, she's Photon. Keith, I don't know if I believe like, you. Father, Father dear, I will literally look it up right now. Yeah, well, okay, let's do it after we sign off. But the hoopty, okay. Oh boy, it's going to be interesting. All right, everyone. So I think that is it. Any final comments? Let us know. Uh, we'll uh, address them. But if not, that is it. You can reach out to us on YouTube or you know leave a comment on Apple Podcasts. Uh, thank you so much Boom. once again. All right. So it is called. The hoopty. Okay. All right. Okay. I, the screen. Okay. All yeah, right. Anything else? All right. Thank you so much, Alex everyone. Googled so, it too. Thank right. you, Alex. Back at me up here. Yes. Found the hoopty. I, I, I got no comment. All right. Why would I'll, they? I'll, 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 I'll hold my tongue. All right. So thank you everyone for tuning in. So until next time, take care and, and we, we will see, see you again. again. We'll see you again.